We are I. For about the last five years, and probably like the last three years in that specifically, you know, anybody who's listened to this podcast over time could go back in their memory bank and remember, you could even sift through these episodes and, you know, my uh, my Instagram page and find all the information that I've talked about over the years when it comes to, you know, different countries and continents around the world that you know, have sugar taxes or ban the amount or limited the amount of sugar that they're going to have in products. You know, countries that have banned um, Monsanto products and, you know, glyphosate, Roundup, uh, you know, being sprayed on their fields, promoting smaller family farms versus big industrial farms, organic farming, farming innovation, greenhouses, this really understanding and and the root of all this to me is like their understanding at a policy level the benefit of quality food the benefit of locally grown food the benefit of vine ripened food the benefit of having more people locally grow food than having big corporate farms you know government subsidies for you know um you know, the continuation of the family farm, you know, all all of these things, just really promoting at a grassroots level, good quality food, because the understanding that relationships are built around food, you know, your, your meat vehicle, your vessel is, you know, built around good quality food, your mental health is based and built around food and good quality food, your strength, your you're everything like food is really the foundation and food security then comes, you know, either first or second to that, depending on what side of that argument you're trying to steal, man. Like, to me, it's always better to have less good quality food than having an abundance of shit quality food or even moderate quality food, because, you know, you're really looking at, you know, nutrient density from a micro and macronutrient level you know, than just filler to make you feel full. Now, through all of this, I've really found, and I I think the hot button to this is, you know, this war between Russia and the Ukraine, and, you know, Ukraine being some of the most fertile soil for farming in the entire world, and supplies a lot of the a lot of the commodities, a lot of the wheat, a lot of the barley, you know, other things that are grown agriculturally, you know, to Africa. And, you know, on top of that, then, you know, we have Russia that promotes, you know, and subsidizes like organic farming and you're, you know, it's, it's heavily, heavily promoted in Russia that the quality of the food that's grown by these farmers is the highest. Like there's no Monsanto genetically modified products. There's none, none of this bullshit. So it's really interesting. You have like these two countries you know, they're fighting that have a lot to do with agricultural output, you know, all around the world. You know, and what surprises me is that, you know, the West doesn't really buy into this necessarily. And by the West, I think I target a little bit more Canada and the United States, because there is a lot of, you know, places, 
So even like Italy's taken as far as banning fake meats because they understand the importance of good quality food. But, you know, here we're trying to completely disrupt that by, you know, allowing major corporations to purchase all the farmland. You know, we have no restrictions on genetically modified food seemingly compared to other countries around the world. You know, we still are spraying all of our crops with Roundup, which is glyphosate. You know, all these things that a lot of other a lot of other civilized countries aren't doing this. I think they realize something that we're not willing to admit. You know, and then you take a place like Canada, who also has an abundance of farmland. An abundance of farmland. And why aren't we, like, in the top 10 list for organic a- agricultural land worldwide? So when we look at this, you know, this statistic, and, you know, thanks to Statista, um, organic agricultural land area worldwide in 2021 by leading country. We have Australia at the very top of this list. And it's like out fucking standing. They have 35.69 million hectares, not acres, hectares of organic land for agriculture. Like that is unbelievable. 35.69 million hectares. So in contrast to this, the second most leading country in this category, is 4.07 million hectares. So you go from 35.69 million hectares all the way down to four. Like, think about that for a second. Like, that's like eight times more that Australia has. That's insane. Then you drop that all the way down to a place like France that has 2.78 million China 2.75, Uruguay 2.74, India 2.66, Spain 2.64, the United States 2.33, Italy 2.91, Germany 1.8. Where the fuck is Canada? So I don't know if you notice that from eighth or from third spot all the way to tenth spot. The contrast is very low. You're talking about the difference between 1 million hectares. You go from, you know, France at 2.78 to Germany at 1.8. So the difference of a million hectares. But you go from 1st to 10th, while Germany is 1.8. Australia, again, 35.69. Like, just think about that for a second. That's like 17 times more. 17 million times more hectares of land between first and 10th and we in Canada aren't even on this list like that is insane especially knowing that the United States is in the eighth spot like where and why aren't we on there in Canada and this is where I go to say that we have our priorities so fucked up you know, when you have these massive, massive corporations that are overtaking our farming communities and they're overtaking our farming lands. Because the thing is, like, these companies are notoriously not necessarily going to be organic farming savvy. They're not going to be looking at non-GMO products. They're not going to be not spraying Roundup and glyphosate. Like, because they need to. When you are controlling millions of acres of land, hundreds of thousands of acres of land, tens of thousands of acres of land, 
Like the this is what becomes those things a necessity because the thing is, it's all about output. It's all about yield. They're not saying that it shouldn't be for the you know family farm and single family farm either. You know, but you're going to be able to manage this at a lot better level because, you know, you're going to know the people in your area and you can swap land with them to be able to do crop rotations. You can, you know, do all these things that promote a healthier, more vibrant soil. But big, you know, factory, big corporate farms, they're not going to be able to do these things because it's just, it's not worth it to miss. It's too hard for them to be able to do this. This is where you get into like millions of acres of corn, you know, because even like with some of these big companies, the smaller family farms, they're just, they're growing products for them, which is going to be mostly like corn and canola and all this bullshit. So I just, it's one of those times where you kind of look at this and you're disappointed in Canada and our policies you know, based on like what some of the policies are from around the world and the parties that are taking it at a fundamental level when it comes to food. We all know that our housing is completely just an absolute fucked up disaster in Canada. You know, but some of the most basic needs like food and shelter. Food and shelter. We don't have the best of these in a place where we should be like leading this. Should be number one. And the problem is, is that, you know, you, you, to be able to climb up on this ladder of organic agricultural land, now that all these big corporate farms own the majority of this land, is next to fucking impossible. Because you can't pull that back out. Like, that's the tough part, pulling that back out from them. Like, it's just next to impossible. You'd have to provide massive, massive incentives for them to be able to do such things. So I guess on this Monday morning here, just, you know, focusing on the food that we eat, because again, this is a a big part of this podcast, just talking about like health and nutrition and healthy mind, healthy body, the healthy food we put in, you know, to be able to get this, this healthy outcome and living life, living a good quality life, getting longevity out of life, like how key this is it really starts with food and we can see at a policy level federally obviously we are a little skewed